working out? Are you looking for new exercise or fitness ideas? Or are you simply interested in learning more about how to live a healthier lifestyle? If you're looking for information or resources on how to use exercise to improve your quality of life, then All About Fitness is for you. My name is Pete McCall, and I'm a fitness professional who's been educated in training personal trainers since flip phones and portable CD players were popular. I started this podcast to provide a source of reliable information about how to use exercise to help you live your best life possible. Just because we're all getting a little older does not mean we have to give up our favorite sports or recreational activities. The main theme of All About Fitness is to feature the types of exercise that can slow down the biological aging process and to help you learn how to use exercise to be your personal fountain of youth. Core Fitness is the maker of the new TerraCore, which is a step, bench, balance trainer, and multifaceted exercise tool combined into one single platform. Go to vicorefitness.com to see the newest piece of equipment that will be taking the fitness industry by storm in 2017. Use the code AAF to save 20% on purchasing a TerraCore of your own. TerraCore by Vicor Fitness. Vicor Fitness. Better results from better products. Skills is a sponsor of All About Fitness. Skills makes products for all phases of the workout, from warm-up to speed, agility, strength, and most importantly, recovery. No matter what your fitness goal, Skills has a product to meet your need. Use code PM30 for a 30% discount on your order. Skills, fitness and performance products. Be ready. www.sklz.com Active Motion Bar is the first resistance training bar where 30% of the weight is a moving mass. An Active Motion Bar can help you strengthen your fascia, and elastic connective tissue, as well as your muscle, which is important for staying injury-free during the aging process. Research has found that exercising with an active motion bar can be up to 170% more effective than using traditional weighted bars. Active Motion Bar, let the resistance move you. www.activmotionbar.com This is All About Fitness with Pete McCall. This is a shorter episode of the week. I'm going to try to keep it between 5 and 10 minutes. You know, My focus for 2017 as an educator and a coach, instructor, personal trainer, is to focus on doing the basics. There's been a big trend the last number of years to make exercise extremely hard or extremely challenging. This creates misperception that exercise should cause pain or soreness. And nothing is further from the truth. I mean, we have to admit that years ago when we got into exercise, one of the things we were told is that no pain, no gain. In the last couple of years, I've seen a number of shirts that say that pain is weakness leaving the body. Well, pain is a sign to your nervous system, your nervous system telling your brain to stop. Pain is a sign that your body is doing something it should not be doing. Now, here's, here's the difference, though. You should be working to discomfort, and I'll describe what discomfort is in a few minutes, but there's a huge difference between discomfort and pain. We do not want to be working in pain. Think of your body like a machine. In fact, think of it like a computer. Your muscles and skeletal structures are the hardware. 
So your muscle tissue, the, the fascia, the connective tissue, the actual muscle, the contractile element themselves, the skeletal structures, that's the hardware, much like your computer or, or your phone. Your nervous system and your endocrine system are like your software or your operating system. Your neuroendocrine system, the nervous system actually can cause the hormones. Endocrine system is your hormones. The, the nervous system and the hormones cause changes to the muscles and the skeletal structures. So when you move, your nervous system is sending a signal to the muscles to move the skeletal structures. Much like when you press the keys on your phone or a computer, you're sending a signal to the software to do something that you want it to do to an app. So that's exactly how your body works. You have your muscles and skeletal structures, that's the hardware, the nervous system and endocrine system, that's the software, and there's a constant interaction between those systems that makes for effective movement. So when it comes to exercise, we want to focus on the basics. We don't need to make it overly complicated. And what the basics of exercise are, are strength training. Strength training or resistance training means doing some sort of weight training, picking up an external weight that challenges your muscles to work harder than they're used to working. This is where we want to think about discomfort. If you're doing the same exercises over and over and over again, it's like watching the same TV show over and over and over again. There's no real stimulus to your brain. And in fact, after a while, it becomes downright boring. Well, if your body does the same movements over and over and over again, or if you use the same light weights, there's no stimulus, there's no change to your system. Muscles want to be challenged. We should create discomfort. Discomfort means your muscles are doing more work than they're normally capable of doing. We want to create discomfort when we exercise, when we train. And there's a difference between discomfort and pain. Pain means something's going wrong. Discomfort means you're doing a little bit more work than you're used to doing. So when we do strength training, we want to think about picking up a weight and challenge our body to work harder than it's used to doing. The second component is energy pathway training or energy system training. This is typically called cardio. Well, guess what? If you're breathing, you're doing cardio. You know, if you're sitting there listening to this, if you're driving, whatever you're doing, you're doing cardio because you're bringing oxygen into your body and oxygen is fueling the muscles working. If you're not breathing, then we're in the zombie apocalypse and I got to be going right now. <laughs> in all seriousness, our body produces energy one of three different ways. We, we produce energy in the short term from energy stored in the muscle. You know, this takes about 10, we, that's high intensity exercise for about 10 to 15 seconds. Think about running to get your kid from, from going into the street or think about a sprint or think about picking up a heavy weight. That's your short term energy system. Your intermediate term energy system fuels activity for about up to three minutes or so. If you're doing a higher intensity exercise and you're pushing yourself hard for a few minutes, like in a cycling class, once your muscles start burning, that means you're used up the available energy in the muscle. And, and there's a whole physiological process. Uh, further episodes are going to touch on that. And then finally, you have your long-term energy system. You know, your long-term energy pathway can fuel activity for hours. That's what fuels us during a marathon. The thing is, our body is always constantly you know, changing between short, intermediate, and long-term energy systems based on what you're doing. But when you do training for that, you want to be energy pathway specific. My recommendation is you should be doing at least one to two high-intensity workouts a week. Now, the benefit of higher-intensity workouts is that you're challenging your body to work hard, harder. You're going to be working in some discomfort. Again, there's that word, but you don't want to be in pain. Doing that type of training will produce the right endocrine system response. Higher-intensity exercise produces an endocrine system response of producing the growth hormone and the testosterone, which helps us to, to look younger. That keeps us looking younger longer. So I can post an article below that's going to, have, that's going to go through the physiology of that. I wrote it a few years ago, and it's still absolutely valid. So when you look at doing your exercise, you want to do one to two, maybe three days a week of strength training, one to three days a week of energy system training. That just means you're challenging your energy system. And then finally, you want to have some mobility training. 
Now, mobility is a little bit more comprehensive. Flexibility just means joint range of motion. You know, from a technical standpoint, flexibility just means the ability of the joints to move through their intended path of motion. Now, you have to add in tissue, your muscle and connective tissue. Once you add in tissue and joint range of motion, that's where we get mobility. Mobility means that you can perform the natural movements without any, with, without any restriction. You can squat. You can bend over to pick things up. You can pick things up overhead without any restriction. Every exercise that you do, if you do strength training, if you do cardio, whatever you're doing, energy pathway training, is a form of mobility exercise. If you get up out of your chair, that's technically a mobility exercise because you're putting your hips through a full range of motion. Now, if you do mobility-specific exercise, that include yoga, martial arts, dance, you know, static stretching is, is one form of it, but you're not moving through a range of motion. Dynamic stretching is more appropriate. So, so far we have the basic components exercise are strength training, energy pathway training, and mobility training. My recommendation for training to put these components into play is have a three-day split. The first day, you're doing some sort of strength training or force production training. The second day, you're doing some sort of mobility or body weight training. That means a higher intensity day of the strength training is followed by a lower intensity day of just body weight training. Finally, day three is some sort of energy system training. Maybe that's high-intensity interval training. Maybe that's lower-intensity steady-state training. But that's a three-day split. Force production, strength and power training. You have mobility training, which is body weight training. Then you have energy system training. And then if you want to start over again with strength, you can. Or you can take an active recovery day or an active rest day and not do anything. But that's my recommendation for a three-day split. So those are the basic components of exercise. Do something for each one of those categories. Now, other things I'm going to touch into with, with my podcasting go into overall fitness. Because I look at, remember, my definition of fitness is having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Now, this includes fueling properly. I'm going to have a number of, of dietitians on here who are going to go into strategies for fueling. I had Sohelia Digsby on a previous episode. I have a couple other uh, dietitians scheduled and lined up, and we're going to talk about how to specific nutrition strategies for the aging process. Sleep. You're going to hear almost every one of my guests talk about the role of sleep. When you exercise is when you're adding stress to the body. How you recover to that stress will determine the success from your exercise program. And recovery, you know, the main component of recovery is sleep. If you ever are feeling stressed, agitated, don't go to the gym. Go take a nap. Take a long walk. You want to de-stress. Exercise is an additional stressor. Sleep is how our body repairs from stress. So other than the components of strength training, energy pathway training, mobility, we have fueling, which is often called nutrition. Um, we have sleep. Create a sense of community. You're going to hear some of my guests talk about that. You want to be working with other people. That's getting to know people at the health club, taking a class with other people. If you feel like your, your, real, um, your real world social network is shrinking, take a class in your field. Take a class outside of your field. Learn something new. Challenge yourself. Get out and meet other people. Go for a walk in your neighborhood. Get to meet some of your neighborhood. So community is an important component of fitness. Financial fitness. I'm going to have guests on here that talk about your financial fitness. And financial fitness is freedom. I'm not talking about how to be wealthy. I mean, yeah, we all want, personally, I wouldn't want to be extremely wealthy because that comes with a whole host of problems. I just want to have financial freedom to the point of where I don't have to stress about being able to pay bills. You know, right now I'm very, very fortunate to be at the, the point where, you know, I could have a car breakdown. I could have to pay braces for my kids. Tea. I could have two or three emergencies go on and I don't have to run to a payday loan place. So that's what I mean by having financial freedom is you have the freedom from worrying about money. And I'm going to have some guests on here because that's outside of my wheelhouse, but I'll have some guests on here to talk about that. So there you have it. Those are the basics of fitness that I'm focusing on for 2017. The basics are 
some sort of strength training, mobility training on a regular basis. We have energy pathway training, fueling, proper fueling strategies, eat healthy. You know, Michael, my recommendation is try to be a B student, eat right about 85% of the time, get more sleep, rest, recover, take days off, take true days off, create a sense of community, make new friends, expand your real life social network, and finally financial fitness, which means be wise, try to save money, look for discounts, you know, look for ways that you can earn more money or look for ways that you can save money and spend wiser. So that's my goal. Those are my strategies for 2017. I'm trying to simplify my life. That starts with the workout programs and try to do the, it's not about being complicated, the best expert in any field, whether you're talking about chefs, painters, artists, musicians, the best experts in any field are those that execute the basics extremely well. And that's my goal. I don't want to be complicated. I don't want to be the most challenging, innovative, you know, fitness person out there. I, I don't want that. But I want to be known for executing the basics extremely well. If you listen to all about fitness on a regular basis, you're going to hear exactly that. So that's a shorter version this week. Tune in. My next guest for the interview is going to be Katie Bowman, author of Move Your DNA, and I'll have that posted in a couple of days. Have a great week and stay fit. Stay fit.